I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome, everyone, to Senior Care Live. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and president of Senior Care Consulting. Just want to thank you for joining me here today. I really and truly appreciate it. I created Senior Care Live to be a safe place, an accurate place to get reliable information that can really and truly help you when you're caring for your elderly loved ones. And I've, I've been talking more and more to listeners of the program. You're calling up, you're needing placement services, and say, I, I just spoke with the gentleman this last week, and he said, hey, I've listened to you from the beginning. On the other station, I followed you to the new station, and I don't miss a single program. And you've helped us a ton over the last three years, and now we're ready to choose a care community. So how about that? I'm just so honored that so many people listen to the program every week and they say it's just, it's can't miss uh, appointment radio, if you will. So thank you so much. And also, I just want to mention, I have excellent service providers on the program. I get comments about our guests all the time. They are the best in their industry and they share their knowledge and expertise with all of us. I would just like to thank all of them for their significant contribution to the Senior Care Live program. If you have a question about uh, the information discussed on Senior Care Live, you can always call the toll-free number 1-800-331-6445. Again, that's 1-800-331-6445. And also check out the website, Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. And if you do visit, uh, be sure to get socially connected and uh, sign up for uh, the free e-newsletter and check out all of our upcoming free educational events. And if you want to learn more about my firm, Senior Care Consulting, just go online to Senior Care Consulting. That's with an ING, SeniorCareConsulting.com. This is where we can help you find the right senior care community for your elderly loved one. It could be independent living, assisted living, or a nursing home, or it could be uh, for memory care, Alzheimer's, dementia care. Don't forget that can be found at the assisted living level and at the nursing home level. And all of my clients love, love, love this part. We do not receive or accept reimbursement from any of the care providers. We do not receive compensation. That would be a total conflict of interest, in my opinion, and I don't believe in it. I won't have anything to do with it. So my firm works directly for you and your family. We save you a ridiculous amount of time. Our clients get through this whole search and selection process literally in a few hours. It's a partial work day and you're done. 
Guess what? On average, people are spending 50 to 100 hours trying to sort and sift through all of this. It's just incredible. It's a great time saver. But more importantly, we provide to you a wealth of objective, verifiable, data-driven information to help you make the best decision you can make uh, in in one of the most difficult uh, decisions that you're going to ever make. My firm works directly for you. Our business model is a flat fee for service, which, by the way, there are three different levels of engagement. And the highest one, I will say, is way, way less than a one-month stay in an assisted living facility or nursing home in our area. It's very reasonable. Our clients say it's the best money they've ever spent. If you want references, you can ask for those. Uh, uh, do whatever you need to do. But, look, let's get together. We offer a free consultation, 913-945-2800. Again, we serve families in the Kansas City and surrounding areas, 913-945-2800 or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, so for those people who may think, was well, is he just... Is he just like trying to put everyone in a nursing home or an assisted living facility or whatever? Nope. If you, if you listen to this program at all, you will recognize very quickly that actually the majority of the time uh, is spent talking about how to remain independent in your home. And I, I, and this is my, my philosophy, my belief. I think all people should remain as independent as possible for as long as that makes sense, as long as it's uh, safe, comfortable affordable as long as as long as this works okay when it's no longer safe to live at home and you need to move to that next step at a care community that's where senior care consulting uh, uh, fits in it's a very much of a specialized highly specialized niche service but today I'd, I want to talk about home care services. We haven't talked about this for uh, a little while and so let's talk about home care and then I'm going to shift gears a little bit later on. But first of all, what is home care? All right. And so I just, I, I want to talk about that and let's, let's get more specific because home care is a little bit of a uh, generic, genericized type of a term like, um, you know, like, like Kleenex. Okay. Well, Kleenex is actually a brand. It's not a tissue. It is a tissue, but uh, Kleenex is a brand and it's used uh, kind of generically as a tissue. So home care, that kind of works in the same in the same way. So I like to describe home care as non-medical in-home assistance. And some people will refer to that as private duty nursing. Okay? Uh, but home care doesn't have to involve nursing at all. You could have companion you could have a companion sitter, someone just to be there with your loved one. But generally speaking, home care is is someone coming into your home on an hourly basis and helping with the activities of daily living. So they can help out with, you know, getting dressed, getting up and around, um, providing medication reminders, they can cook your some food, they cannot distribute your medication for you. Okay, this is non-medical in-home assistance, but they can say Hey, George, it's 12 o'clock noon. You need to take your noontime meds, and then George will take his noontime meds because sometimes he forgets those. All right, so that's a good example. They can cook meals for you, do some light housekeeping, do your laundry, maybe run some errands, maybe accompany you on a doctor's appointment, maybe pick up groceries for you, run by the uh, by um, the the drugstore, Walgreens, uh, CVS, what, whoever you use, Hy-Vee, et cetera. They can do a lot of things for you. I mean, they can do a lot of things for you, provide a lot of assistance, and uh, and it can be a great help, especially when you're trying to relieve or you are relieving a, a 
worn out, stressed out, very, very tired caregiver. Boy, bringing in home care can be a tremendous relief and incredibly, incredibly helpful. All right, so let's differentiate home care from what I call home health care. Well, wait a minute, Steve, that sounds home care and home health care. So what's the difference? Now, this, so this is how I say it, home health care. The word health is in there because that will trigger medical professionals coming in to help you with medically related issues. So home health care, the way that I see this, is primarily Medicare certified home health care. So you have nurses and you have rehab therapists, you know, so you have physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and they can do a whole lot for you covered under Medicare. All right, so how to use home care as respite service, just to give yourself a break. Because guess what? We are, we're right into summer now. So we've, we've passed the, uh, the, the official, kind of the unofficial, it's not technically summer, but the unofficial start to summer is the Memorial Day weekend. So I'm calling it summer. Most people do as well. And so you have a lot of things going on over the summertime. You have weddings and family reunions and vacations and all sorts of things and a stressed out caregiver needs a break. So uh, how do you use respite uh, or home care services as respite? Well, you can bring them in and you can uh, have them come in, say, for a couple of weeks. Well, my daughter's getting married and we're going to need, you know, those last couple of weeks uh, to you know, finish up all those last minute, you know, tremendous number of details, make sure the dress is just right and the flowers and the cake and the location and, and the catering and, you know, the long, long laundry list of things for a wedding. So, boy, I could use those last couple of weeks and then I'm going to need a week just to, to cry about it, <laughs> right? Uh, happy tears, happy tears, but, uh, and to, and to just kind of get over all that and just take this giant breath before I'm ready to step back in to my regular life of being a caregiver and kind of my normal routine. It, it's going to, I need about three, I can see a three week need right there. Well, guess what? Call a home care provider. And uh, they can come in, they can do an assessment, and they can be there for you for three weeks. You don't have to hire them 24 hours a day, although many times you can. But if you don't need that, just bring them in for two or three weeks, maybe a month, maybe you know a couple of weeks, 10 days while you're on the cruise or, or whatever you need. So you can definitely use a home care company on a short-term basis for respite care. And then guess what? If you need care in the near future, this is kind of a, uh, this isn't the right analogy or, or terminology, but it's kind of a try it before you buy it kind of a scenario. So you can try them out, see how it goes and, and, and see if they did a good job. And if they did, then guess what? You've just kind of pre-screened your home care provider for future use and future need where you'll expand the hours. Okay. So it's just, it's just a good idea all the way around. Now, how do you screen for a home care company. After the break, I'm going to talk about that because we're going to offer a free home care screening tool, and we'll talk about that more after the break. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. 
A Medicare certified home health care company can provide care on an hourly basis, including skilled nursing and rehab therapy services. Is this statement true or false? A Medicare certified home health company can provide hourly services. Is that true or false? The answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, we have a toll-free number. Write it down. Call it anytime. 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you don't have a radio and you'd like to stream the program to your electronic device... Simply go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the Listen Live button, and it will stream. You don't need an app. You don't need anything other than an Internet connection. It will stream straight to your phone, your tablet, uh, your laptop, whatever you may have. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. A Medicare-certified home health care company can provide care on an hourly basis, including skilled nursing and rehab therapy services. Is this statement true or false? And the answer is false. The answer is false. You know, Mark, I've been giving a lot of true-false. I think next week I need to bust out a multiple choice just to shake it up a little bit, get crazy with an A, B, C, or D. So maybe I'll have to do that next week. But that answer is false. Medicare only provides for skilled nursing and rehab therapy visits. So it's an intermittent skilled nursing or rehab visit and not on an hourly basis, and this would be the role of a private duty nursing service, not a home care company, a private duty nursing service that offers, uh, you know, CNAs uh, all the way up through high-tech RNs on an hourly basis and not a Medicare-certified home health agency. How about that? All right, so we're talking about home care we defined home care. We separated it out from uh, home health care. We talked about using home care for a respite service. So a short term, uh, so a short term need. If you're going to go on vacation, you might have a, a wedding or a family reunion or other big plans for the summer and you need a little bit of a break or you may just need a break, right? And get out and do some gardening and. And just enjoy a little bit of weather and just take a breath. Okay. So use home care for a short term respite service. How do you screen a home care company? Guess what? I, you know what? I've, I've lost track. I, I think there are over 300 home care providers in the KC metro area it, and, and the surrounding areas. It, it is ridiculous. Okay. So there, there, frankly, there are too many of them out there and it's just, how do you choose one? Let me invite you 
to download our home care screening tool totally free of charge. Go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on Resources, click on Home Alternatives, and then you'll see the home care provider, the screening tool. Click on that. It's just a PDF file. It'll, it'll download for you, print it off, or just read it electronically. But let me just go through. I've got home care provider questions here. So how long have you been in business? Are you privately held? Locally owned? National company? Are you a franchise? How many offices do you own and operate? What services do you offer? Are you licensed to do business in uh, Kansas, Missouri, or both? Tell, tell me about your clinical staff. Do you have an RN on staff? If so, what is their role? Do you offer geriatric care management services? What's the qualification of your geriatric care manager? Tell me about your turnover rate. Are your caregivers, this one's huge, are your caregivers licensed, bond and, bonded, and insured? Are your caregivers W-2 employees or are they independent contractors? That's kind of a big one. Who handles your payroll? Tell me about the background checks and screenings on your staff. And if an incident happens in my home, do I have recourse through you? Will you repair a broken item or a stolen item? Uh, so, you know, what kind of a recourse do we have? I'm just touching on these. Are your rates, uh, what are your rates? Are they negotiable? Do you have a minimum number of hours per shift? Can you stop by for 30 minutes? I'll tell you right now, that's usually a no, right? Do you have a two to four hour minimum? What is your minimum, right? Will you send consistency? Will you send a a caregiver, the same caregiver, caregiver each time? So we have some consistency and continuity. Can you provide references? How soon can you begin services? How much notice do you require to discontinue services? Can you help? someone in their home with Alzheimer's or dementia? Do you have a specialization in that? Okay, so so this is, and look, all of this, frankly, was triggered by a, a call that I received last weekend. And a long story short, lady called me, and they have a home care provider, and every time this one particular care provider comes in to help her mom, they see money is missing to the tune of $11,000 over the last 10 weeks. I about jumped out of my shoes. Stories like this make that just it makes me absolutely irate when I hear about this elder financial abuse and exploitation. So, I hooked her up with who to call. Uh this I would not want to be the person who stole this money from her mom. It's it's unbelievable. I I uh, I offered her a couple of uh, very solid references uh, to replace that home care company. And, and here's here's one quick red flag. Okay, and this is expensive for twenty four hour care. You can expect to pay twelve to fourteen thousand dollars a month, and she's been able to pay that. She can do this for a while longer, right? Uh, guess how much she was paying this particular. Franchised, so you would, you would think this is a solid company, right? Franchised company, guess how much she's paying them? Just a little over $8,000 a month. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's all I need to know. I, what are they paying these folks? $5? Well, you're not going to get a quality person, quality staff person for minimum wage. And, and that, this tells me about all I need to know. Okay. So screen your home care provider. Go to SeniorCareLive.com, resources, home alternatives, 
and then the home care screening tool. Do that, download it, and be sure to screen very, very carefully. That's the moral of the story. Be very careful. All right, let's shift gears and talk to my friend Judy Wechter. She's a registered nurse and the all-knowing Judy Wechter. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, she is just this wealth of knowledge. She's also the community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And Judy, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. Happy June. All right. How about that? I know. It's that, fast. That was quick. I know. <laughs> That was real quick. And these four day weeks always mess me up. I mean, I'm a day, I'm a day off every time. It does. I, I love it when it's going on, but then it, it quickly becomes a problem come Tuesday, which is sad. It shouldn't be a problem. It's just. Yeah, it just, it just messes you up. I'm just, it throws off my, my rhythm, I guess. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I, I guess that says I'm getting old and I am this creature of habit and I, if I'm out of my routine, it messes me up. So. We're a little slower to uh, adapt to the change. Adapt and adjust. So, all right. Well, we only have about a minute left, so we can set up our next uh, segments. But what's our topic uh, for this week, Judy? Well, Memorial Day just ended, and the Christmas trees are out in the store. So I assume that means summer's um, about to start officially. Are you serious? Have you seen Christmas trees? Yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. To all the retailers, just stop that. <laughs> we don't even have our swimming suits on yet. Just knock it off. It's amazing, oh, isn't it? Oh, that's so irritating. I just know. stop it. Oh. I saw a summer clearance sale ad the other day, and I thought, that's Uh-oh. ironic because the official first day of summer is, what, June 21st? It isn't. I mean, <laughs> Memorial Day is kind of the unofficial kickoff. Sure. But it's really not even summer yet. How do you have a summer clearance anyway? Any any excuse to have a sale, right? They had to give her half room for the Christmas trees. Oh my gosh, that is just pure stupid in my opinion. So, well, sorry, sorry, retailers. That's <laughs> so, okay. We'll, we'll we'll I don't know what we'll do with it. Ignore it, I guess. But June is actual na- National Safety Month for seniors. All right, and right after the break, we'll continue that thought. Stay tuned. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime, 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you miss an episode of the program, super easy. Go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and you can listen to any previously aired episodes. It is really that simple. Back to my special guest, Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And, and, and by the way, Judy, I get nothing, but I, I, I've literally, I'm not, this is no exaggeration. I have not heard one negative comment about Crossroads Hospice, which is almost impossible because every, somebody likes to complain about something all the time, right? I, I every single time for all of these years, that someone mentions Crossroads Hospice or I mention Crossroads Hospice. It's always this glowing, over-the-top, they were so wonderful, they were so incredible, we would recommend them to anyone and everyone. It's always positive, literally every single time. 
Well, I'm, I'm appreciate hearing that, and we do want feedback, and actually we reach out for that from the families that we service as well as the patients that we care for while they're on service. But it is a difficult area of health care to be yeah. in. Um, it's stressful, and, and people are sick, and there's always opportunities for things to not go well. And in a sense, we always know it's, it's going to turn out bad in the sense that you're going to, to lose a life, but we certainly hope that we can help people along that journey um, to help them get through it and, and to make it the best that it possibly can be for them. With, we can't take away the bad, but we can take away the sad. And you can make this this process happen with dignity and offer a yeah. lot of help and support for, for the family as well as, of course, the individual. So, yeah. So it's uh, it's incredible. Uh, so for our listeners, if if uh, if hospice is a uh, is is a need for yours uh, of yours and and, and also don't wait till the last second like me and my family did back in '97 with my own dad. Uh, I wish in retrospect, I wish we would have called uh, uh, the hospice uh, provider months months earlier. We we really could have used the help. Don't they make the same mistake that I did? Uh, reach out to Crossroads Hospice at eight one six three three three. 9200 that's 8163339200 and that's for Crossroads Hospice and now myth versus fact all right so we're talking about summer and you cannot talk about summer without mentioning the sun and sunscreen and all that good stuff so here's the myth you don't need sunscreen after age 65 so, Judy, <laughs> that does sound like a myth to me, but I, evidently you hear it all the time. What's the fact? I do. It is, it is a myth. Um, a lot of people feel like the sun exposure is something that happens in their youth, and it causes premature aging of their skin and wrinkling and skin cancer. So once they hit older adult age, they don't have to worry about it anymore. They've already passed that threshold, mm-hmm. and that's not true. If you're alive and if you have skin, it can burn. So... <laughs> We want. Well, that's an easy way to read. I mean, basically, it, it's pretty simple, folks. Yeah. So um, you do need to wear clothing to protect your exposed skin. Wear a hat with a wide brim and a visor. So, guys, if you're wearing a baseball cap, the back of your neck and the top of your ears are still going to burn. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're just wearing a visor, your hair has thinned, so now your scalp is going to burn. You're actually going to burn in places that you didn't before previously. So you do have to wear a skin um, protector factor of at least 15 in your sunscreen, unless your physician has told you to wear something that is stronger. Remember that your medications um, can increase your sensitivity to the sun, cause you to burn more easily. And wearing sunglasses is still important because the exposure to the sun helps contribute to the growth of cataracts, which is not what we were aiming for. Oh, boy. All right. Thanks for the information. Mm-hmm. And that is a fact. For more information about the facts, stay tuned to this program or contact Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or visit SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right. And Judy, as you mentioned, uh, June is National Safety Month. It is. So I always take advantage of those opportunities. It's always a national something day or, or week or oh, month. There's a bunch of them, right? Yeah, and it, it gives me a chance to talk about topics in a timely manner, and it also gives people that I'm that are my my audiences the opportunity to go out and access a lot of information very very timely because there's going to be more of it available. 
or supposedly there should be more of it available. Right. And, and, you know, it's actually really important because we tend to regress back to what we used to do, and I can handle the heat, and I can handle this. And that's not true. Um, our bodies have changed. We've aged. We have medical conditions. We're on medications. All of those things have changed the way we process the heat and the sun and the summer activities and things like that. We're also sometimes in denial, um, not just ourselves, but our family members to acknowledge that we've aged and that things have changed a little bit for oh, us. Oh, boy, I, I hear that just about every day. Yeah. One of the most common <laughs> one I, I hear is is related to air conditioning. Well, I grew up without it, and I this and I that. Well, I did, too. And, in fact, my children went through the Shining Mission School District and at least through elementary school, most of them by the time they were in middle school or at least high school had air conditioning. But in in elementary school, we had heat schedules. You started early and you got out early and they kept the lights off and they ran fans and PTA brought popsicles. They were used to the heat and they were used to playing outside. Fast forward now that they're in their, you know, 20s and 30s, no, they are not used to that level of heat on a daily basis or that level of activity. So compound that by someone who is 60, 70, 80, 90 years old. Mm. No, you don't have the ability to tolerate it now, and you don't have the body that you did then. Well, and I'll tell you, just because I can tolerate it doesn't mean I want to tolerate it. (laughs) No, doesn't mean it's a good thing to be able to do it. Just because you can live through it doesn't mean you want to I'm going to show you that I'm macho, and I can hang out in 90 degrees for 10 hours. So, no, it's just a bad idea. It is. And <laughs> it just it doesn't doesn't help anyone. And we really have to look at um, the summertime. You know, it means a lot more time outdoors. We've got warmer temperatures, and that attracts us to get outside and things like that. But it also makes it more advantageous for um, the bugs. They want to be out there, too. So the things that we weren't dealing with until recently are now issues, mosquitoes, ticks, fleas. And we have to keep in mind that even though we're preaching stay out of the heat during the day, um, do your activities early morning or in the evening, once we hit dusk, from dusk till dawn is when the mosquito biting hours are typically at their worst. And those can transmit a lot of viruses. Your, your ticks and fleas can transmit a lot of serious infections. So to be able to prevent those illnesses, we want to make sure that people are paying attention to that using appropriate Insect, tick, flea repellents, not just on themselves, but on their pets too. Um, even landscaping. You can make sure that you've used plants that are more insect repellent. Screens help to keep the bugs out. Standing water. I don't know anybody who isn't dealing with standing water after the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks of rain that we've had. Yep. Um, using the, the mosquito disc that you put in the standing water, they dissolve over a month's period of time. Those help to prevent the mosquitoes from... Um, developing i guess it kills them off at the the larva stage Hmm. all of those things are simple things that we can do to help make it more comfortable for us and also to lower our exposure to those outdoor pests that can cause us health issues well and you you know you, you think when you hear West Nile virus, that sounds like something that's really far away but it it's all over the country i know an individual who's probably around 60 or maybe just slightly over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he became very, very ill. This has been probably about 10 months ago now. And uh, long story short, they couldn't figure out what was going on. 
and they finally figured out that he had West Nile virus. Now, the reason it hit him so hard, we, because he was compromised, because uh, he had a, a, a major, major surgery. He beat cancer about 15 or 20 years ago, but it left him a little bit uh, immunocompromised. Right. And uh, so, but, but if, you're, if you're 80, right, you're a little bit weaker to all, you know, a little less uh, resistant to all these <laughs> things. And, and it absolutely got him, and it almost killed him. And he is still... He is just now, from last August, starting to do rehab therapy, and he could be another two or three years trying to get even close to back to where he was. One yes. mosquito bite, and they had West Nile virus. That's shocking to me. Well, now we have the, the Zika virus yep. and things like that. So you can go online to the um, Center for Disease Control or the World Health Organization, WHO is the acronym, and on their webpage, Who? on the no, yes. I'm just kidding. Oh, who's on I'm just, first? I, I know. Sorry, I couldn't. That's okay. I couldn't resist it. <laughs> I was already going into that uh, Laurel and Hardy, and you know who's on first. Yeah. Anyway, um, that shows our age. I know it. I okay. know it. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's always better to to get old than to take the alternative. When you look at um, these viruses and things, those websites will give you right there on their home page a list at what's going on in different parts of the country, not just internationally, but nationally too. So maybe you're going to Tennessee, but you can see um, what kind of uh, viruses or health issues are breaking out in those areas and help you plan appropriately. Yeah, absolutely. And okay, so this this just popped into my mind. I know another individual uh, that had the uh, the Lyme disease from the tick yes. from a tick, and this has been years ago. All this is right here, by the way, in the local KC and and kind of expanded mm-hmm. metro area. You don't have to be in some foreign country or no. exotic region to catch any of this stuff. That's really, really just horrifying to me. Very frightening. Right. All you have to do is go outside. All right, so let's be careful as we enter the summer months. If you have questions, uh, uh, call you can call Judy at Crossroads Hospice, 816-333-9200, or you could always call the Senior Care Live number, 1-800-331-6445. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Talking with my special guest, Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And Judy, we're talking about uh, the summer months and uh, obviously during the month of May, we had a uh, an unbelievable amount of rain. Actually, we had more a year ago when I right. installed all of my new sump pumps and backups mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But uh, let's talk about loss of power because some of these storms are, are nasty, and that's a major issue. It's a major issue, especially in, in my line of work, dealing with people who are on hospice or palliative care. That means they're living with a life-limiting condition or a chronic illness, 
and we are relying on friend and family caregivers to provide the hands-on care in the home with our support. We are frequently using equipment that relies on electricity, whether that is oxygen, whether that is even a a hospital bed. Um, These things are incredibly important, and we also have to take good care of the caregivers, which is part of what makes hospice unique and different. But we also need to make sure that they are safe and that they have what they need to get through a power outage and those type of things. And we know historically that the loss of power from a storm is a contributing factor to heat-related illnesses as well as deaths. We hope that people out there, in addition to those that are on our services, get familiar with the programs that are in their area, notify their their utility companies and their local police and fire, the emergency response system in their, their area, if they have a heart or a lung condition that's affected by heat and humidity, if they do rely on medical equipment that uses electricity, reach out and make sure their neighbors know, hey, you know, um, we brought in oxygen and in a hospital bed for John last week. And, you know, it's supposed to get more storms this weekend. If, if you don't see any lights on across the street, if our breaker grow, goes, you know, I, I, I might need some help. And it's okay to ask for help. That's what you would do for them in the same situation. Yeah, so, and most most good neighbors are going to say, "Absolutely, I'd help you out in a second. I'll, I'll run an extension cord all the way across the street if I have to." And we have people that do that routinely, yeah. and that will do it ahead of time, so that if it happens, they already have just, everything in place. So have a plan in. and work it. Yeah. Yes, it's it just it makes it easy. One of my favorite things to do, which I know sounds geeky, but you know those little uh, solar power plant stakes you get them like at, at Walmart for ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. Okay, get a few of those and stick them in your flower pots, and they'll soak up the sun and they'll light up at night. They won't bother you at all. But if your power goes out, those suckers don't care if they're outside or inside. Go pull them out of the flower pot or the yard, bring them in the house, and now you have light. Without having to have a flashlight, and you can now stick it. About your batteries are dead, and right? All that stuff. Stick it in a in a flower pot, or stick it in a in a coffee cup where it won't tip over, and you've got light in a room, and it's cheap and easy. But well, and where this becomes really critical is, you know, if you have an oxygen concentrator, and that thing goes down, and it takes you know two or three hours, or a half a day, or mm-hmm. in a worst case scenario, days. I mean, that's that's just not not having your oxygen. That's not an option. No, air is not um, something that you can put off. And the tanks, the portable tanks, most people don't have on hand enough to get by for that yeah. length of time. So, And it depends on where they're at in their delivery cycle. So, again, um, have a plan and, and work it. And especially those that live alone. We frequently are caring for oh. people who do live alone. Yep. And for every person that we're caring for, good. I have no idea how many thousands of other seniors are out there living independently on their own who do have chronic medical conditions. And when we hit hot weather, they just are not going to be able to adjust as well to those sudden changes as temperature as someone younger and healthier would. And when we have those medical conditions, those are going to change our body's normal responses to the heat or if we're taking medications that impair our body's ability to both regulate its temperature or even to sweat to cool us off. Those are things that are going to really cause problems. So we want to really make sure people understand the need to get into a cool place, to increase their fluid intake, and that means cool drinks, non-alcoholic drinks, even though those may sound more palatable. Um, We want to go with uh, the the non-alcohol drinks and 
this is regardless of their activity. Even if they're sitting at home in front of a fan, they still need more fluids. Now, if you're taking medications or have a kidney issue that um, your physician has you limiting your fluid intake, that's an important question to find out from your doctor. When it is hot like this, how much fluid should I have? Because I know I, I need to increase it to stay cooled off. Yep. But we need to find that out before we're in that situation, not at 3 o'clock in the morning when the power's been out since 8 p.m. and our mouth's dry and sticky and, and we know we're already over our fluid limit and dialysis is 48 hours away. So, oh. again... Um, that sounds horrible, by the way. It is. Yeah, that sounds just absolutely awful. So we need to really have um, thought about these things. Think about it for your friends, your relatives, your neighbors, and ask them so that you know what their plan is. You can't support their plan if you don't know what it is. And by making those daily connections during the heat um, episodes or heat waves, when we're having, um, whether it's storms or high temperatures or power outages, make sure that you're checking in regularly on, on your elderly relatives or your neighbors or those with serious health issues and help them protect themselves from the heat-related stress by visiting or calling on them and checking not just once a day, things change from morning till night, and asking some questions, looking for signs of a heat emergency so that if you see signs of a heat-related illness, you can intervene early on. All right. And so let's talk about, uh, you know, what are some of the signs uh, that are related to a, a heat-related uh, emergency or illness, or you, you might be, like, on the edge of some trouble here. Right. Well, that would you really wouldn't notice that something was wrong, would you, if you didn't know what to look for? Yeah. Muscle cramps is usually one of the first things. Um, we call that heat cramps when you start having that. Um, headaches, nausea, and that can include vomiting, dizziness. We start off in a, in a stage of heat cramps that moves on into heat exhaustion and then that can go into a heat stroke, which is the most serious. And if the earlier stages aren't treated, it can lead to that heat stroke. So this happens typically when someone has overheated by either being outside too long, um, overexercised. Frequently it's because they sat in the car too long. You know, the gentleman's mm. going to sit in the car while his wife goes shopping yep. and cracks the window just a little because you don't, want a carjacking or anything. We, we li- well, <laughs> yeah. in today's society, people won't, you know, my parents used to drag their, yeah. their mattress out on the fire escape downtown yeah. because it was so hot when they were young and married or go sleep out <laughs> at Swope Park in their car. Yeah. Well, heck, nobody will even unroll their car window now. They're afraid yeah. of, of something happening. Yeah. So anyway, dad sits in the car. It gets too hot and um, he doesn't feel good. He's got a headache. He doesn't want to eat dinner. He's kind of sick to his stomach. He feels dizzy. You've got a problem. Mm-hmm. You need to intervene and, and start dealing with that right away because they're not going to be able to regulate their internal body temperature at that point in time. So we want to avoid it, um, staying ventilated, wear air con- well air-conditioned um, areas during the hottest part of the day between 2 and 5. Rest often, light-colored clothes, drink a lot of water, don't wait until you're thirsty. If you already feel thirsty, you're treating a problem, you're not too, preventing one. You're too late. Right, it's already on its way. You need to drink proactively. Yes, and dehydration is one of the leading causes of hospitalization for those over the age of 65. And it it manifests itself many times in dementia-type symptoms. Definitely. Mom caught dementia over the weekend. No, she was dehydrated, (laughs) right? You don't catch dementia. No, you don't. So, And and that's huge, that loss of salt and water in our body due to severe sweating or dehydration. um, That becomes life-threatening because there's no longer enough fluid to carry the blood to your organs. All right, Judy Wechter, 
registered nurse, community educator with Crossroads Hospice. Judy, thanks so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. I always enjoy it. All right. To everyone listening, I am honored. I'm so honored you spent part of your day listening to this program. Thank you very much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 